Hey everybody, before we get this episode started where we review Toy Story 4, I just wanted to tell you guys to check out our other podcasts on the channel. We have Better Radio, and if you're into esports, Ben and Tamar host the Overwatch League Report. Alright, without further ado, here's our review of Toy Story 4. Hey, yo, what's up? Welcome back to Brian and Dylan Take on the World. I am your co-host, Dylan. I am here with my 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 comrade, my, my good friend, my, my 4th of July bride. What's up, Brian? Hey, Dylan, how are you? I'm doing quite well. How are you doing? Doing good. This is like my final thing on my to-do list before I leave on vacation tomorrow. Hell already, yeah, man. I've already packed my clothes. I've already, I've already got the diaper bag packed. Mm-hmm. I've got... All, all the beers in my fridge just put in a bag for some reason because I, I don't I'm too cheap to go buy beer up there hey, and I'm locked and loaded and this is my last thing and one of my favorite things to do is record so here I am I'm, I'm basically in vacation mode I'm laid back I'm in a Hawaiian shirt right now that's hey that's what I like to hear and Dylan even better our main topic today is going to be Toy Story but we have a few things to touch on before we get there what is our first story uh, yeah, so first up, we are going to be discussing, I guess you can call it news that came out today. It was more of like a little bit of a teaser, but uh, we finally have some actual images from the Witcher series that's going to be on Netflix with Andrew Cable. Yeah. And buddy, does he look good. He looks good as Geralt of Rivia. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm even more excited for this now. I'm going to pull it up on IMDb. I don't even know if there's like a legit release date for this yet. Like, I, I feel like if they're putting out teaser posters... It has to be sometime in the next, like, six months. Uh, I don't know if that's accurate, but I'm hoping it is. Most of the stuff I've seen just references it as upcoming or coming soon. I haven't seen a release date just going through. No, not even. It just, like, the official Twitter just says, you know, the worst monsters are the ones we created. It doesn't say, like, coming any particular day. But, yeah, man, he looks great. Um they have some really awesome pictures. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if I can put them in the video. Uh, why not? We'll just chance it. What are they going to do? Strike our video down, Dylan? Fuck it. Who I, cares? Yeah. Let's if do they it. do, I'll just take them out and put it up. Because the one we did this for uh, the Avengers, I tried to put clips in. Disney was like, uh, no. Blocked worldwide. Because you're just coming, <laughs> ap- coming after the, the, the small guy. Right. Just trying to make it big. Just promote their movie. Just trying to take us down. Mm-hmm. Fucking... Exactly. But, but yeah, no. He, he looks amazing, man. So if you know me, the Witcher series, particularly Witcher 3, is one of my favorite games. I've played it and replayed it probably about five times now. I just mm-hmm. I love it that much. I have no I have no less than like five games that I've downloaded on my PlayStation that I'm, I haven't played yet that I bought in just like in sales and stuff. <laughs> right. But Witcher 3 is kind of the game that I'll be like, I'll beat one game or like I'll get bored with one game. But you know what? Let's play Witcher again. And Witcher 3 to me is probably the most complete game on PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. That's like yeah, that has come out specifically for PlayStation Four, so I'm really excited. Yeah, you know how big of a Henry Cable fan I am. I, we talked about it before. He was, um, to me, by far the best Superman. Uh, the only other frontrunner would be maybe uh, Tom Welling from Smallville, but that's kind gotcha. of like a, a different entity. But yeah, this looks great. I, I really can't wait. I, it's hopefully it, like everyone said all along that this hopefully is going to fill the void of Game of Thrones, which now is an even bigger void than we had thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really I'm yeah. really looking forward to this. It, it's like, it's gonna pull in. I saw a, a comment on Reddit today. It's gonna pull in the people 
that were from Game of, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is like a mix of people that, are, that love the fantasy genre mm-hmm. that are, are going to see it no matter what because it's fantasy. And then you have people that are into it because of like the traumatic aspect, which has brought a lot of people into Game of Thrones that otherwise wouldn't have liked fantasy. And right. I can see The Witcher doing it because The Witcher as a whole is just a whole badass story. And and they're pulling in from the books and the video games. I've never read the books, but obviously the video games are great. So mm. I'm really excited for this. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, man. I think this certainly has the potential to be the first uh, legitimately good video game adaptation uh, of anything. Granted, like you said, it is based on the books. I know the author was really excited about this series. But I think 99% of the people who know The Witcher know it due to the CD Projekt Red video games, all-time classic games, and... At least on the U.S. side, yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should, probably in Poland, um, you know, the book series is very I think big. the, I think the books over there were, like, basically, like, like, like Harry Potter, almost. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That actually could be a complete lie, because I'm not from there. But I, I, do, I do believe it's very, it's very big over there, but yeah. Yeah, and it almost feels like there's kind of an arms race right now to, like, replace Game of Thrones, where you have... Of course, HBO, they have a new spin-off prequel series in the works. There's Amazon, who has Lord of the Rings kind of prequel type series going on. And now Netflix putting their hat in the ring with the Witcher series. So it'll be interesting to see which one of those fantasy series takes the crown, if you will. Yeah, that's kind of a great point. I mean, it's going to be tough because I don't, I don't think it's really tough to think there's going to be another uh, uh, phenomenon like Game of like Game of Thrones. Right. It's because it, like. I would say after season three, Game of Thrones is when, when like everybody started watching it. I think I think before season three, you had obviously a lot of the people that were there from the start, which not to toot my own horn, I was, and then you had a lot of people that that came in because of word of mouth and they heard how great it was, and then it became like a thing. Like if you didn't watch Game of Thrones, like what the, what were you doing? Right. And so yeah, it's obviously any. any any company's biggest dream is going to be to have something as big as Game of Thrones because other than maybe like Star Wars or the Avengers, I don't think there's any other bigger property on, on planet Earth right now. Mm. Um, so, yeah, well, yeah. Lord of the Rings is something I actually kind of completely forgot about because it's been out there for so long. We haven't really got any any news about it, but mm. that's another one, too, that, that, that has the chance to fill the void. Yeah, I know one of the writers from Game of Thrones... Um... His name escapes me at the moment, but he wrote the second episode of this season, which a lot of people, you know, say maybe was the last good episode of Game of Thrones. You know, no no shade on there, but I know he went over to Amazon to work on the Lord of the Rings series. Yeah. So that could potentially be good for them. And I think they all have their various, you know, strengths. Like, obviously, Lord of the Rings was one of the biggest movie franchises of all time. Those original three movies are all-time classic movies, in my opinion. I'm... I don't know how you feel about them. I assume you like them too. Uh, I mean, the the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. You said mm-hmm. it's it's to me. I, I think I, we might have talked about this off the air. It's I think it's probably the best trilogy out of anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the most complete by far. Because even even like the original Star Wars trilogy. Like I obviously I love, but uh, Lord of the Rings is just like a perfect masterpiece. To me, right. So yeah, yeah. that's the reason it won so many Oscars with Return of the King. As well reserved. So obviously Amazon has the advantage with that being popular. Then of course Game of Thrones or I mean, we, HBO has the namesake of Game of Thrones. And then of course The Witcher's already one a huge video game and two, it's most people already have Netflix. So they might be like, Oh, that's Superman. Oh, what's this show? 
Also, like you brought up too, I like I completely forgot about. It. There's like within I think the next year we're gonna get another Game of Thrones series. Yes, like, they I, are. They're working on it right now. I don't know. I don't know if they're that far along, but I have to imagine because I think the original rumor was that it was gonna be fall of 2019. That could be a lie too. I could just be making that up. But that'd be a uh, quick turnaround. That'd be interesting. Well, well, uh, it's definitely not coming out now in the fall yeah, of 2019. Right. But I think right. that was like the original hope for it so uh, i gotta imagine it's within the next year maybe in the same slot game of thrones is in in like the springtime yeah um, yeah no the, the other thing that's interesting with netflix too is that it seems like a lot of the creators on there get kind of like the ability to do and create however they want to mm-hmm. which is which is obviously great both as, as as a filmmaker and as somebody that is viewing the show mm-hmm. so it's great for like everybody all around uh so i this has like you it's tough because like a Lord of the Rings series obviously is going to be pretty great, but the the Witcher, I have such high hopes for this now just because I, like I said, I just love Henry Cable and I think he's this is like a perfect role for him. Right. Yeah, I think um, like you said, like where where would Stranger Things have gotten made? Maybe only HBO if not for Netflix. Like such a strange idea, but such a great show in my opinion. Speaking of which, next time we record, I we will probably both have watched Stranger Things oh, yeah. all the way through. Maybe that's the next episode. Maybe it is, Brian. Maybe this it is. This could be what they call a teaser uh-huh. but uh as for today we are moving on from this topic what are we talking about next oh yeah so i, I meant to uh kind of segue us into this mm-hmm. but i i forgot um we are talking a little batman talk again Hell which yeah. is apparently they're starting the, the rumors for who are going to be playing the villains are kind of starting to to ramp up uh this is this is kind of this is a one that was on, reported on actual news sites but mm. vanessa kirby who was in mission impossible fallout who's that's really actually the only other movie i know her from mm. i think she was in the crown too which i haven't heard i haven't seen but i heard it's a great show right. um she's apparently rumored to be playing catwoman and i think we actually said this last week too the the villains are apparently catwoman and penguin which you know obviously it, it kind of mirrors the batman returns but uh, mm. yeah, i think done right we haven't seen those we haven't seen those villains since then, other than uh, the Dark Knight or the Dark Knight Rises, which that wasn't like the, the actual Catwoman, we you know what I mean? Like right, just... right, yeah. So, and then apparently the Penguin is, and this is like a not confirmed rumor at all, but it's a rumor, so I'm going to put it out there. Mm-hmm. It, Andy Serkis as the Penguin, which right. I love. That's awesome. So if if that happens, maybe you guys heard it here first, and maybe you share the podcast with your friends because we're breaking news, maybe potentially here. Correct. Yeah, no, I, I think that'd be great. I mean, I, for anyone who's played the the Arkham games, they mm. kind of made the Penguin like this really like Cockney kind of like he was like he, he's fat, but I've seen other versions of him where he's like skinny, but he's like this like Cockney guy that's like not as much as like an actual Penguin, but kind of just like a, a a guy that emulates Penguins, I guess. If that right. makes sense at all. Um, right. I think this would be a great fit. I mean, obviously Andy Serkis has all the work with CGI, so they try to make him look like a ridiculous human i i think it'd be great i also think his voice would be awesome mm. um he was great even as himself not well not he's not any circus but acting without cgi in black panther mm-hmm. uh i thought he was great in that film so. yeah i mean the only, one of the only like disappointing parts was that he died i wanted yeah. him in the future you know he's supposed to be uh the arch rival arch nemesis of uh black panther but that's that's all right that movie was still Pretty one thing, awesome. one thing I would really like to see them set up, and I think it'd be pretty big, but I, I think it would have been announced by now if they were considering this role. But I'd really like to see Robin back in back in Batman mm. movies. I, I was actually I'd love Robin. Yeah. 
I know a lot of people darn fan of Robin. I, I, I was always a big fan of Robin. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of people our age maybe grew up with the Teen Titans, so that certainly helps. You know? That that and like I, lo- I love Chris O'Donnell and and Batman Forever and Batman mm-hmm. and Robin. Right. Regardless of what you think of those movies, I like I I, I, I and I don't know because obviously Batman's technically older than Robin, so I don't know if they would do it with how young, uh, with with how young um, uh, Robert Pattinson Robert Pattinson yeah. is. But I guess we'll see. But I, I'm I'm excited for what I'm hearing so far. Yeah, I mean. I, I'm I'm always gonna be into any kind of Batman movies. Like I, I think he is the single most like profitable hero right now. Like you can usually depend on people showing up for his movies. Um, one thing that I will say is that I do now that you bring up Rob Robin, I do wish that we got to see what uh the idea for the Robin in like the Batman versus Superman universe was. Because we get, like, just a hint to it. And there's, I feel like there's a lot of stuff in that universe that I was like, man, I, I wish we had gotten, you know, more to that. It but seems like it seems not... like they were they were for sure going to set up the, the, the death in the family storyline. Yeah, Because uh, exactly. they, they didn't just show the shot-up Robin suit for no reason. And mm-hmm. then we, I think we talked about when we talked about Suicide Squad, they showed, like, a quick thing when they went over – uh, Harley Quinn's rap sheet that, that she was the one who shot Robin mm. or she aided in shooting Robin yeah and I think what I re- one thing I really liked about that was the background like storytelling of uh, Ben Affleck's Batman like you can just feel like he's just so worn down and he's seen so much you know yep. by yep. that point which I know people didn't love Batman versus Superman I thought that movie was good and I think his motivations that movie work when you look at Batman through that lens of like, you know, the, the downtrodden, you know, man at the end of his rope, just trying to save the world, you know? Yeah. Which sucks, which like, it's why like Ben Affleck as Batman is to me is my, my biggest like one is cause mm. I really liked him as Batman a lot. And I think that he was basically ruined in justice league with how goofy he was made. But then obviously we're just never going to be able to get a solo Batman movie. This was supposed to be his solo Batman movie. Yeah, and especially with the fight scenes in Batman versus Superman and with, like, the rumors that this was going to be, like, an Arkham Asylum adaptation, basically. Yep. It's like, oh, shit, this is going to be dope. But, hey, I'm still excited for this version of it. You, you've seen the Planet of the Apes movies. You say they're pretty good, obviously, so I'm optimistic. They're as realistic as you can get with a movie with all CGI <laughs> Uh, apes right. so like fighting humans so yeah um, I'm, I'm like I said I'm really like the closer we get to this being cast and like start to be shot and I think it's coming out summer of uh, 2021 mm-hmm. so we're, we're about two years away from it yeah I mean obviously we'll, we'll keep following it as it comes out but I, every time I hear more news about this I want to talk about it yeah and I would actually love to record an episode at some point that we can put in like maybe when we don't have a week where we can actually get filming something going on right now in the movie industry just talking about the nolan trilogy of films i think that'd be a fun episode to kind of do a trip down memory lane especially because yeah. those are all so good like oh the, the, speaking of perfect trilogies i mean that's good that's up mm-hmm. there too right exactly exactly so i was gonna say speaking of perfect trilogies this is not a trilogy at this point not anymore this it's a, a saga so the so the toy story saga is our topic dylan Right off the bat, what are your thoughts of Toy Story 4? Yeah, so I guess I guess we'll do 
uh, spoiler free quickly and then we'll yes. jump into yeah, the spoilers. Good. Sounds good to me. Um, it, it was great. I loved it. And uh, I, I either really hate things or I love things. And this <laughs> happened to be on the scale that I, I love things. Uh, I give it a 93 out of a hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. Uh, kind of speaking of perfect trilogies, I thought Toy Story three would have been fine ending on. Oh yeah. Movie three. I don't really think that anyone disagrees with that. I kind of look at this movie more as like an epilogue mm-hmm. to the actual ending, which was Toy Story 3. Uh, it, it took some – I was a little surprised by the way some things went, um, which we can kind of get into in the spoilers. I will say there's a lack of one particular character that kind of surprised me a lot. Uh, but it was great. The new addition of Forky. Forky was awesome. Right. Uh, Forky's now probably my favorite character in that universe. <laughs> he was great. The whole thing uh, – like um, – Keanu Reeves' character. Oh my god, dude, that's uh, so funny. Key and Peele stuffed animals. Just everything. Mm-hmm. Everything was really well done. This is probably the funniest Toy Story, I'd say, because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the other ones do deal with, you know, some of them are sad. Some of them, like, they're not necessarily as funny. This is definitely funny, even for like an adult. There's a lot. There's some like, um, some like hidden adult humor in this, mm-hmm. which we can. I can also get into in the spoilers. But yeah, I, I loved it. It was great. Uh, it was a movie I didn't think that really was necessary to. Had, like it had to be made mm-hmm. and like i still really probably think that it really didn't have to be make made because like i said i thought toy story 3 was a perfect ending for that series but I'm, I'm i'm glad it was like i said this is like a great epilogue to the series and i i do i would be surprised if they continued the the woody and buzz storyline after this yeah well I, yeah i would also be surprised i think i think the fact that they pulled this off is pretty amazing Mm-hmm. Like, cause like you said, the ending of Toy Story three would have been the perfect place to be like, all right, that's it. We're saying goodbye to these characters. You know, the, the original storyline is over, but with that said, the nailed it, man. This is an, a hilarious movie. Like literally the definition of fun for the whole family. Like I think anyone yeah. can enjoy this. And I, I get what you're saying about a certain character not having as much screen time as you thought, but I think. They did a really good job of making a compelling villain, which at first I was like, oh, this is kind of like the Toy Story 3 villain, but it actually had a lot more to it and kind of made you almost sympathize. You know, it, it's really a just well-written movie through and through. And I think if you like Toy Story at all, you will like this movie. It kind of shows that Pixar is just like on an unbelievable <laughs> yeah. like streak. Because even like, even like, I didn't see like The Good Dinosaur. I, I think that was like... Not like the greatest movie ever, but yeah, it was still I, better I can, than most other animated movies. I I'll say this about the good dinosaur. Halfway through, we went with Jenny and some of her younger cousins at the time, and if we had not been with like younger cousins, I would have just left halfway through. That movie was a slog to get through, in my I th- opinion. I think like the Cars movies aren't that great, mm-hmm. especially after the first one, but. Yeah, to- like Pixar now is just it's just I guess Disney as a whole, but Pixar right now is just. Like Coco, I, I, we've been over before. Coco is one of my all-time favorite Disney mm-hmm. movies. It, one of my all-time favorite movies. I love Coco. I've seen it probably at least 10, 15 times because my right. daughter watches it. Um, <laughs> yeah, this was great. Like you said, it was fun for the whole family. Um, it was it was good. Well, no, it was great because I just said it was great. It was good. It was great. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it's already made $500 million, so that should say, do, you know, a lot. I I don't think you'll win the uh, the bet of what movie will make the most because I actually think that this ended up underperforming a little bit, mm-hmm. at least a little little more than they expected. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I saw it, and I went, I'm glad I went and saw it opening night. It was it was it was right. very good. Right. All right. So 
with that, yeah. should we move on to spoilers? You have to, yeah, because there's a lot. There's, <laughs> there's so much I want to talk, about, talk about. Spoilers, yeah. So, so big warning, everybody. Yeah, don't come at us. Three, two, shut it off. If you're on a motorcycle and you can't reach it, I'm sorry. Just throw your helmet off. <laughs> um, yeah, spoiler time. Uh, I, I was, like I said earlier, I was very surprised by the lack of buzz. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, Buzz or Jesse, I figured you were going to say. Because Jesse was not even, like, in this movie. She had maybe four lines. Yeah, it was like, and there was a thing beforehand where it said the actor who played Mr. Potato had passed away, but they used, like, old lines. And I was like, oh, I wonder how they creatively did that. And then it was like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, that makes sense. Because he yeah, doesn't I, have any lines to anybody. I was sitting there with you, and, like, the three lines Mr. Potato had had, I was like, wow, that really sounds like Don Rickles. And it turns out it was <laughs> Yeah, it just he didn't have any involvement with the plot. So none of the main like toys really did. Like I feel like, no, like like you said, Jesse. I think she had maybe like like five lines, if mm. that. You know, and I get it. And it, as we saw in the end, like this was more Woody's story than anything else. This was like I guess Toy Story three was the ending to like the main storyline, and this was like the ending to, to Woody's storyline, yeah. really. Um, yeah, like the the ending was was good. I, I like. I think Tom Hanks said that the ending made him tear up so much. Mm -hmm. And like, I guess I didn't see that. I think the toy story three ending was, was much sadder because we thought they were all going to be incinerated, burned to death. And that was going to be their ending. (laughs) Yeah. And they were basically all going to like, like toy hell. Mm -hmm. So like that was tough, but yeah, though this was, this was, it was, I thought it was a solid ending. Like this was like, like I said, this was the epilogue to the series, and this is like a good. This is how it all actually ends. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it it, it kind of sucked. I was like the one thing that surprised me. I was saying earlier, I was surprised that Woody was basically like not being played with, because mm-hmm. that that was obviously just because we saw how how much Andy cared for him. I just thought mm-hmm. Woody was gonna be like he was gonna be the head toy again, but it was great. It made sense. Yeah. It made, like made sense for the whole point they were trying to make. Because obviously, like, what movie would there be if like Woody was loved and played with all the time? Yeah, and it would make sense. Like a little girl would be more drawn to like Jesse, you know? Yeah. So yeah, but, so like on to Forky. <laughs> Which, like, I guess some of the adult humor is I take that for he was basically, like, suicidal, like, half yeah. of this movie. Especially dark with the ending of Toy Story. I was surprised when he didn't say, hey, man, I've, I've seen where the trash goes and not that great. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. You don't uh, want to go was, there. Was great. Tony Hale, uh, Arrested Development, uh, mm-hmm. hilarious. He was also in Veep, also hilarious in that. Yeah. Uh, he was great as Forky. I at first actually thought it was John Mulaney. I couldn't pinpoint the voice, mm. and then I realized it was like it's not as like high pitched to be John Mulaney. And then I was like, holy shit, that's Tony Hale. <laughs> uh, it was great. He was Forky was great. I, I wasn't sure what I I was very surprised how big of a role Forky played in this. Like for, Forky was pretty much in the movie. He was other than Buzz in the movie. I mean, other than Woody. Yeah, every scene, the entire movie. If it wasn't Woody, it was Forky, or it was both of them. Yep. And like every nope. scene. Every and all the new characters really worked, which I guess like I'm glad all the new characters were because the the lack of the the older characters obviously would would have left a void that if the new characters didn't work, I don't think this movie would have been as successful. Mm. But uh, like what what's his name? Uh, Keanu uh, Duke uh, Duke Kaboom. Kaboom. Yeah, that's so For, good. Waited pretty much three quarters of the movie to finally meet him, but once we got him, he was great. Yes. Like what his backstory too with um. I forget his kid's name, but it's so funny. Him, yeah. him being oh in Canada God. with the French Canadians. Yep. It was great. It was. I, I, so I guess like what I say was this was like a great ending for for the Woody and Buzz storyline. I guess I would be totally shocked if they end up doing a different movie with different characters because we've now seen like all the uh, the 
of non main Toy Story characters that are out there, like mm-hmm. like Duke Kaboom and and Ducky and and uh, I I don't know what the other one's name was, but Bunny, yeah, I, I mean a lot of it's cool to see these characters really out in the world too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because obviously in like Toy Story two, uh, Woody got stuck in like in like the toy shop. Mm-hmm. Um, in Toy Story three, they were at like the daycare for most of the time. Yeah. So like it, it, it's cool to see them out in the world and like the 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 a carnival thing like this made a lot of sense. So also I don't know if you caught that. Uh, Bill Hader was like the carny that worked at oh, really? the, the the booth stand where Buzz ended up getting tied down. It's pretty. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't I didn't notice that until I, I saw the credits, but it was just, it was very cool to see them out in the world like this, mm-hmm. and kind of like what you mentioned too, the the, the bad guy, uh, the, the quote unquote bad guy, Gabby Gabby, mm-hmm. who it was actually played by Christine Hendricks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was the other uh, the one from Three? Lotso, Lotso, yeah, Lotso Huggin Bear. At first, she had a lot of similarities to him. That like mm-hmm. Lotso was just like a broken toy that like had a shitty past. And then it turned out like I thought. I thought that whole thing, the redemption arc of her, uh, really worked. With the Woody ended up giving his his voice box to her because mm-hmm. one, Woody, I guess Woody doesn't really need it anymore. Right. And two, he saw that like not all these toys have been played with. It was very like, it was a very deep, sad thing. And mm-hmm. when she got tossed away, I was like, God. Oh, like, that was. This tough. is awful. Yeah. Like, this is this is terrible. Like I get these are toys, but good grief. <laughs> and then the whole thing, her redemption arc of that, and then. You know, she helps the girl who's lost, and she probably mm. feels loved and all that. It was it was just all great. It just showed too, like I guess we're talking about animated toys, but it just shows how how caring of a toy Woody was. Like the whole thing with him going to to the school with with Bonnie because mm. he he didn't want her to have a rough time, mm. and basically like Woody's the one holding all these things together because yeah, if well, Woody wasn't there, this is like she doesn't make Forky, and she's just a sad kid who hates school, which mm. like we've all been there, and like that was right, tough right. to watch. Yeah, no, it really was. I think, um, obviously, Bo Peep in this movie was pretty great. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see her back after just kind of being not killed off screen, but just dismissed off screen. I'm, I'm glad they actually showed, they gave, like, in the beginning, I'm glad they showed, like, what happened to her. Mm. Rather than, like, her just not being there anymore. Right. And we got an RC cameo. Is RC one of the toys that Andy gave her? I don't remember if he was in the background there. Certainly wasn't a character in this movie. Other sure. than that beginning, sure wasn't. No, that I, I everything everything with with Bo Peep was great. She was like this 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 rebel out in the world, just basically like this this toy Jedi just out there protecting <laughs> people with her her skunk. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, her her and Woody's thing was great. I mean, if you want to call it a love story, I guess it's come full circle. Yeah. Uh, I, the thing that left me like I wanted to, I just wish there was more Buzz because uh, to me B- Woody and Buzz is is uh, Toy Story friendship is Toy Story yeah, yeah exactly I agree and, and I it didn't ruin the movie for me mm-hmm. uh, not by a long shot because I gave it a 93 out of 100 but mm-hmm. I definitely I, I wish for more buzz which kind of like I, it sucks for like, Tim Allen I know right we're obviously heavily promoting him for this movie with all the interviews of him and Tom Hanks mm-hmm. and for him to maybe have like I don't know maybe a combined like 15 minutes of screen time if that mm-hmm. kind of sucks but I mean Woody and Forky's adventure was great I, I i don't know i don't know where you put this we actually probably should talk about this in the spoiler free section but mm. i actually think i might put this movie ahead of two okay in my rankings Behind and for three. me yeah for me it goes mm. it goes one three probably this and two I, I was not as big of a fan as two as most other people are yeah i'm surprised I, that's like the one that has like a 99 out of 100 or like 100 out of 100 on rotten tomatoes right yep that's, I think that, that's crazy to me 
I think they're all like pretty close to 100. Right, right. So, and like, so I guess like saying the worst Toy Story is kind of mm-hmm. like, it's not saying much because they're all yeah, with Toy it. Story 2 is awesome. I think they're all within five points of 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which yeah. is insane. Um, I think this was just a lot more fun. It was funnier. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Toy Story 2 was pretty sad with the whole thing with Jesse and all that and that song. Um, got me tearing up as like this like chubby nine year old. Right. So like no, I I did I like this a lot. I didn't like it as much as Toy Story three and one. Uh, definitely not one. But I'm glad I'm like I said I'm glad they made this. I liked it a lot. Um, mm. I'm kind of like it was also like a closure for like us us fans who've had it since we were kids. It's kind of right. like we're old and like we're like getting just like fat and gross <laughs> and old and having kids and getting married and like. Our life is, is, you know, it's not what it used to be. And right. we're kind of moving on, just like Woody is. Woody's now, Woody's now like, the, this this nomad out in the world. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'd like to see maybe, like, a short. Like, maybe if they did, like, a Disney short of Woody just out in the world, that'd be cool with that. Mm-hmm. But definitely definitely not another movie. If they're going to do another Toy Story movie, it has to be with different characters. Yeah. I think um, I think your my ratings are probably the same. I mean, Toy Story 1's untouchable. Just, it's hard. It's, like, hard to rate because obviously you see it when you're a kid and you're like, I love this movie. This is the best shit ever. Uh, and I also think like the music is so amazing in that movie. Like you got a friend in me is a classic. Um, and just the storyline of that. And then toy story three was just uh, really amazing. And I think, uh, we both would have been seniors. Were you a senior in high school when toy story three came out as well? Yeah, I was too. So I was like, yeah, like I feel, I feel this like same age as Andy here. Yeah, you know, um, and then this one was just really fun and funny, and it had a lot of heart. I, what they did with Gabby, 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 right? That was her name. Gabby, Gabby, um, yep. I thought it was awesome because yeah, at the end you don't hate Gabby, Gabby. You just oh. feel sorry for her, and then you feel happy that she found a kid and she gets to have that experience. You know how how can we forget the the the, the dolls? Oh, the, the, oh my god, those things. <laughs> terrifying how can we forget those yeah uh well maybe we just tried to block them out of our minds it was like so funny but at the same time it was like kind of scary it was oh, it was yeah. it was great it was it, like it's especially i think i i didn't think the movie dragged at all but particularly everything inside the the antique shop was 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 was, was great mm. especially with uh duke bloom going off and when he's about to ride off he remembers like uh, oh I forget God. I forget the kid's name, but it, it's so funny. It's it, it's very it's a very French Canadian. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just call him Pierre. That's not what it is, but we'll say it's Pierre. Right. And like right as he takes off, he like remembers Pierre, and he like oh skids out God. of control. It's just so funny. It's like PTSD. It's so and, bad. And then everything with Key and Peele's dolls talking about attacking the old lady. Mm-hmm. It was just it was laugh out loud funny. There were several times this I laughed out loud, which mm-hmm. like not all animated Disney movies can make me do. Mm-hmm. And so it was yeah it was. It was great. Thank God. Like I, I'm glad it was only an hour and forty minutes long. Right. For sure. Yeah. The one thing I was kind of like a little confused about where they kind of regressed Buzz's character a little bit, because um, in Toy Story three, it's like, yeah, he, he's with it. He knows like he's a toy, all that stuff. But then like in this, like when what he's talking about a conscious, he still like doesn't really get like what what he's talking about. And like uses his voice. That seems like something that would have fit better like in Toy Story two. You know. That was another great thing, though. That was pretty good. It was good. funny. It was really like, funny. It just didn't inner, make a lot of sense. His, his, it was just like it was just kind of like a go with it type thing. Mm-hmm. Like his inner voice was actually like telling him solid things to do. Like he would hit like it would say something like oh like look, look up to the stars or whatever it said. And, like he looked yeah. up and like it was Woody jumping over from oh the canopy thing. Oh my god, thing. that was so funny. 
That and like at the end when he's trying to decide if he should go with Woody and it's like just saying like go back he like tries ten times and all of them yeah. go back. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um like like I said earlier, I wish Jesse had more to do. I really like Jesse's character. Um and they didn't give her anything. She had the one thing with the nail, uh in the wheel, which was cool and then she kinda orchestrated the uh, stalling of the RV and then bringing it back to the carousel. Yep. Uh, paid off on that little like joke about getting dad arrested. That was fun. Um, oh, I wish there was more Combat Carl. I feel like Combat Carl has a lot or, of like, potential and they just yeah. get, don't ever use him. Carl Weathers, first off, great to, great to hear his voice again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that poor third com- <laughs> Combat Carl that just never got his i5. Uh. And they Never didn't did. pay that off either. I think no, he was gonna he just, come back and like get a high five, but no. He didn't. He never. He never. Maybe he never does. That's uh, tough. That's you, you. hate to see it. That's, that's probably the saddest part of the movie. Right. <laughs> but I, I did like the idea of like there are these forgotten toys and they go to the playground because kids go to the playground and just play with the toys there. And I love uh, they they assemble and like they're just like oh there's rumors of like a birthday party over on like right. Fifth Street. It's like oh I'm getting played with today. Oh yeah. my god, it's so good. It's good. It's smart. It's like kind of smart writing too. It's mm-hmm. like if those toys were alive, they care about getting played with it all. It makes sense. It's funny. It's it, it was, it was it was a nice addition to like this whole series as a whole. Like to be out in the outside world and seeing how all these toys act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess this is kind of the end of an era in a sense because they said they're not going to be doing sequels very much anymore. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, we're, well, maybe we'll see a live action Toy Story soon. Oh, please, please, God, no. He just put the character models over shots of like I mean, real life. I'm don't get me wrong. I'm very much looking forward to Lion King, but it pretty much seems like Lion King is basically maybe almost a shot for shot remake, which is like all CGI animals now. And so basically, I feel like it, CGI backgrounds too. I feel like it's just animated. It's basically just like a, yeah, it's like a high tech animated Lion King. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're gonna but see hey, that obviously. Oh, we'll like it, but I like I said, I think it's gonna break two billion dollars at the box office. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So I guess is there anything else you want to touch on about the movie? No, that's that. That's it for me. It was it was great. I, it, go see it. It's oh, it's good. Yeah, go see well, it. if, if you're listening, still it, you've already seen it. So. Oh uh, well, yeah. Maybe that one person on the motorcycle goes, "I can't throw my helmet." Yeah, he, well, he now knows suck. what happens in the movie. So like, still go see it. I guess, guy yeah, on the motorcycle. Worth it. It's worth it. We're sorry that this happened, but you know, safety first. We get it. Um, he's not going to hear it because he probably already he hasn't seen the movie and he signed off. But I guess the one thing I have left to say is uh, shout out Brian Wong. Mm-hmm. We gotta always remember to shout out Brian Wong. Very important part of the show, of course. Very important listener, and uh, but we care about all our listeners. So if you guys are checking this out, thank you so much, and please share it with your friends. Yeah, that's all I have. So that, I got please, uh, please share it. Uh, we we need more views so that we can you know get i think for annoying advertisements you know i think for once it's nice to keep it under an hour i i think so too and i think for this where it's just like there's not like a particularly deep conversation to have but at the same time it's like it's just such a pleasant movie it's just such a fun time that i I really am glad that we decided to do an episode for it same and it feels it feels empty empty radio space (laughs) right yeah which is the other important part too no, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Like I said, maybe I think next week we've kind of locked in our episode, Stranger Things. Oh, man, I'm so excited, dude. Holy shit. So, yeah, awesome. I'm going to be on vacation this week, but I think I'm going to try to watch 
Stranger Things when it releases at least one episode. So I hope to be caught up by the time we record. Well, well I'll have to be. So yeah. Well, you have an awesome time on your vacation, and then maybe the episode after Stranger Things, we can coordinate a Spider-Man Homecoming if it doesn't feel too Ooh, late. No. Yeah. Next episode has to be Spider-Man. Maybe we can do Spider-Man and Stranger Things. Yeah. Or maybe two episodes. Who knows? Maybe. You will. Uh, we'll see. Dylan, have an awesome time on vacation. You deserve it, man. Thank you. I, I will miss your sweet voice. Uh, I might just have to put on old podcasts just to yeah. get me through the week. Well, I'm sure if people are watching this channel, they're like, what are you talking about? Brian's always fucking talking about some shit on this channel. <laughs> so you don't have to look far. There's there's a, there's a plenty going on. Guys, make sure that you subscribe. Leave a comment down below. Let us know which Toy Story movie is your favorite Toy Story movie. And do you like the potential casting uh, for the new Batman movie for Brian and I'm Dylan. Yes. Thank you. I, I set that up really poorly. That's, that's okay, I thought you forgot my name. No, no, no. I know. I was like, it sounded like I should have said it. It's fine. We'll, we'll move past the next episode. We'll make sure we'll have a better outro where I actually set you up to say your name. Unlike this time. But yeah, you guys, you can follow us on Twitter at WG Everything on Instagram on Wicked Everything. Make sure you check out our Twitch channel where we'll be talking about the Big Brother live feeds a lot this summer at twitch.tv slash Wicked Everything. And Dylan, where can they find you online? DJ Clubber Lang. That's D as in Dylan, J as in my middle name, J, and then Clubber Lang with two Bs. Clubber Lang, like, like, like Apollo's frenemy, Clubber Lang. Right. Well, and- no. Well, actually, I don't think they were ever friends. Just Clubber Lang. Right, and uh, you know Dylan has been serving some hot takes on uh, the Celtics lately. Yeah, NBA Twitter. I'm, I'm big, big woke in NBA Twitter right now. So if you're into that, yeah, it's 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 the time right now. We got free agency going. The Celtics, uh, whew, it's been a little rough. Uh, let's hey, Kimble, let's they got Kimball Walker though. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm excited about that. Look it up, and they got and they got Ennis Camper. I almost mm. called him Ennis, but his name's Ennis. <laughs> Ennis Cantor. Oh man, and you guys can follow me on Twitter at the Fake Bmar. That's B M A R R. Thank you guys so much for watching and have a great rest of your day. I love you all.